0: and a discussion page to help you understand everything we talk about. However, if you're listening
1: on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can leave answers to our questions in the review section. We do read all the reviews and would love to hear
0: from you. In this week's podcast, we're going to help you with a tricky bit of grammar. We're going to look at things called relative clauses. Relative clauses are parts of more complex
1: sentences and are really useful when we're speaking or writing in more
0: complicated ways. Relative clauses use relative pronouns to join two parts of a sentence together. Examples are words such as that, which, who and whose. We'll look at these in more detail later on. The
1: topic of the podcast is unusual sports or minority sports.
0: Sports that are less popular than common sports like football. We're going to be speaking about some more unusual sports in this week's role play. And this week's task is to describe an unusual or minority sport and to read and guess some sports from other listeners' descriptions. Okay unusual
1: sports, relative clauses and writing a description to come. But before all that, we need to take a look at last week's football phrase.
0: Last week's phrase was really difficult, Rich. I thought it was, but we still got a few right answers. And Lubomir from Ukraine actually said it wasn't one of our tougher football phrases. <laughs> I'll have to disagree with Lubomir there. I thought it was really
1: tough, but well done to those of you who got it right. Lubomir from Ukraine was one of them, but a big well done to Ahmed Abdallah from Egypt, who also got the
0: correct answer. Right, well, if you didn't hear it last week, we're going to give you one more chance to guess now. And we'll give you the correct answer at the end of the show when we give you a new football phrase. OK,
1: if you remember, the phrase was connected to the countryside, which was the topic of last week's podcast. Let's hear it one more time, Rich.
0: The phrase is… And it describes a team that is at the bottom of the league by a big margin. And there's little chance of them moving upwards. They are stuck. The key word in the phrase is the part of a plant that grows under the ground.
1: Have a think and we'll give you the answer at the end of the show. I will also have a new football phrase for you to guess. I think I'll make this week's football phrase a bit easier.
0: This week… Jack and I are visiting a sports expo at a leisure centre in his town. A sports expo? That's a bit much. It's not that big. OK, well, there's an exhibition in Jack's local leisure centre. There are lots of local sports clubs there, and they're trying to encourage people to join up and register for their club. That's right.
1: There are loads of different sports, some that lots of people play like football and tennis, and more unusual sports, like taekwondo,
0: fencing and canoeing. After our conversation, we'll talk about some of the language we used and focus on relative clauses.
1: While you listen, we want you to answer a question. The question is…
0: Which sports do I sign up for? Hey Jack, uh, what kept you? I've been here for an hour already.
1: Yeah, sorry, uh, traffic, uh, where the, where, I I overslept. Yeah, that one, my alarm didn't go off. All right, whatever, you're here now. Hmm, it's busy, lots of people here. I see you've been busy too, you've got
0: a pile of leaflets there. I know, Uh, this one is for the Fiverside Football Club, this one is for the Squash Club, this one is for the Water Polo Club. This is for fencing, and this one is for the local bowls team. Bowls? Bowls? Don't you do this every year? You pick up
1: loads of leaflets, talk to the people, you even join up, and then... nothing.
0: That's not true. I I go to the gym, I have an occasional game of five-a-side, I go swimming sometimes, and get my bike out when it's sunny. I'm not saying you don't do anything... But you sign up to
1: these minority sports, but then never do them. I did baseball last year.
0: How many times did you go? Once, but that was because I was standing too close to the batter and he broke my nose. I wasn't going to go back after that. I tried abseiling the year before, though. But you're scared of heights, aren't you? Hmm, yeah, yeah. But bowls, I think it would be good. Not too tiring or frightening. And I don't think I'm going to get injured. What do you even know about bowls? I know that there are more bowling greens than football pitchers in the UK. Really? That's not true, is it? Probably not. But there are a lot. And it's true that it's a really old sport. It's been played in England since the 12th century. I've done a bit of bowling before. I reckon bowls would be much easier. You're talking about ten-pin bowling. Everyone can do that. I think bowls is much more difficult. That's why I've signed up. I'm not sure about that.
1: And it's played by... How should I say this? People who
0: no longer play more energetic sports. That's, that's a bit of a myth. Loads of younger people played bowls. The world champion is in his early 30s. That's not too old, is it? Uh
1: I suppose not. So... Tell me a bit more about what you found out. When and where do you play bowls? How do you play?
0: You play outside on something that is called a green, which is basically a flat, square area of short grass. You throw a small white ball, which is called the jack, and then one player rolls black balls with red on them that are actually called balls, and the other player rolls bowls with blue on them. The winner is the player whose bowl gets the closest to the jack. You can also hit the other players' bowls out of the way, which is a lot of fun.
1: Hmm, nah, I'm not signing up for that. It's a bit slow-paced, isn't it? I want something that's fun, but
0: that will also keep me fit. Well, I've also signed up for ice hockey, weightlifting, triathlon and Zumba classes. You haven't, have you? No, but I might next year. Right,
1: did you get the answer to the question we gave you? Which sports did Rich sign up for?
0: I only actually signed up for bowls. I got information about fencing, five-a-side football, squash and water polo. And I was joking about ice hockey, weightlifting, triathlon and Zumba classes.
1: But I wouldn't be surprised if you signed up for the lot. (laughs) You'll never go, though. Probably not. In the roleplay, we were at a sports expo where you get
0: the chance to find out about or try lots of different sports. The sport I signed up for and said I was going to try out is bowls, which can be described as a minority sport, especially outside of the UK.
1: Minority sports are sports that have less exposure in the media and on
0: television, and fewer participants or players than popular sports. Many of the sports we mentioned in the role play could be described as minority sports in the UK. Sports like water polo, fencing, abseiling, squash, weightlifting, triathlon, even five-a-side football can be described as a minority sport in the UK. Your task
1: this week is to describe one of those sports we've just mentioned or another
0: minority sport in your country. When you write your description, we want you to include some relative clauses. I use these when talking about bowls. So, let's look at what
1: relative clauses are and how to use them in your speaking and writing. Basically, a relative clause tells us more information about
0: people and things. For example, this is the player who scored the winning goal. The second part of this sentence, who scored the winning goal, is the relative clause that gives us more information, in this case about the player. A relative clause is the part of a sentence
1: that comes afterwards like which, that, who, when, where
0: and whose. These words are called relative pronouns. Relative clauses are connected or related to the first part of the sentence.
1: Let's look at another example. Manchester City is the club that won the Premier League last season. Here we're using the relative pronoun that, and the relative clause is that won the Premier League last season.
0: Or oh, to take an example from the role play, A sports expo is a place where you get the chance to find out about or try out lots of different sports. Here we're using the relative pronoun where and the relative clause is where you get the chance to find out about or try out lots of different sports. There are two types of
1: relative clause, defining and non-defining. A defining relative clause gives you essential information about the subject. Without the defining relative clause, it wouldn't be clear who or what you are talking
0: about. Both of the above examples are defining relative clauses. There are also non-defining relative clauses, which just add extra information and are not essential for the meaning of the sentence. Listen to this example.
1: Sergio Aguero, who has seven goals already this season, will be in action
0: on Saturday. This is a non-defining relative clause. The information is extra. The sentence makes sense without the non-defining relative clause. Sergio Aguero will be in action on Saturday. When we write non-defining relative clauses, we use commas to separate the relative clause from the rest of the sentence.
1: When Rich was talking about bowls, he used a few relative clauses. Listen to Rich talking about bowls again. Can you hear the relative clauses? There are six to find.
0: You play outside on something that is called a green, which is basically a flat, square area of short grass. You throw a small white ball, which is called the jack, and then One player rolls black balls with red on them that are actually called bowls, and the other player rolls bowls with blue on them. The winner is the player whose bowl gets the closest to the jack. You can also hit the other player's bowls out of the way, which is a lot of fun. Did you hear
1: them all? If you want to learn more about how to use relative clauses, take a look at the page for this podcast on the Premier Skills English website or take a look at the grammar pages on the Learn English website.
0: If you're confident about how to use relative clauses, we want you to have a go at our task, which is to describe a minority sport. The
1: sport can be one of the minority sports we mentioned in the role play, or a minority
0: sport in your country. When you describe your sport, we want you to use relative clauses, but we don't want you to tell us the name of the sport. No, don't tell us the name of the sport you're describing. We want other listeners to try and guess the sport in the comments section. OK, so write your descriptions of a minority sport in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website, but don't say the name of the sport. Okay, it's time for this week's football phrase. It's your turn this week, Jack. You've been thinking of one that everybody can get right, right? I have. And I'm also going to use a
1: relative clause. I think you definitely should. Let's hear the phrase then. This week's football phrase is... uh, ...is a moment in a basketball or maybe an ice hockey match where the players stop playing in the middle of the match so the coaches can talk tactics with the players. We don't have timeouts in football, though. But this week we're talking about minority sports, so I thought I'd do that one. I bet loads of people get it right. I suppose, but we'll go back to football phrases next week. OK, before we forget, if you're still thinking about last week's football phrase, the answer
0: was, rooted to the foot of the table. Write your answers in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website and we'll announce your name on next week's show.